Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Ten years ago, I finished Joshua's first book, A Perception of Reality. It took eight weeks from November 15th through January 15th. I had never written a book before, and this one just flowed out. The day after this was completed, the next book, Health, Wealth, and Love, was started eight weeks later, same, same size. So in 16 weeks, I had two books written. If this doesn't show you what's possible, when you let your inner self flow through you, life is easy. You hear about people writing books and how hard it is and how what much of a struggle it is. Well, when you let it get written for you, like I did, or anything you do in life, if you get in that flow state, it's easy. This episode is really about going on this path, on this journey, to come from one perspective. That perspective is a victim who perceives outside conditions make them feel something. And we all do that, of course. To come to a perception of yourself as a creator of your reality. That's why you're here in this life. That's why you're listening to this podcast. That's how to create the unimaginable life you truly want. It's not the life you think you want because that comes from a limited perspective. That perspective has certain desires based in lack and fear and control and security and all that stuff. When you come to a higher perception of yourself, you start to want different things. You start to want what's unimaginable, the unimaginable life. And so we're moving on that road as we're doing this work, taking the courses, doing the activations, listening to the podcast, reading the books, and slowly but surely, we're all shifting our perspective. It is not easy. It's something that other people are not doing. You've never heard anyone do this. When you go from what you think is wrong and bad and endeavor to see it as good and right, you're shifting your perception of reality. That means new things will come to you. So the first words in a perception of reality are, everything's right, there's no wrong anywhere in the universe. That was 10 years ago. And that is the cornerstone of these teachings. It is not apparent readily. It takes some time. And as you see yourself from a higher perspective, you move up in densities and you get access to more thoughts, more ideas, more higher quality decisions and choices and actions and that stuff. Then you start to see that this world is completely different than you th thought it was and things just start happening. That's what we all want. And that's where we're going. So enjoy the ride. To commemorate this 10 years, we're giving away a Perception of Reality audiobook. It's on the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com. It's totally free. Would you check out, use a coupon code GARYFREE, and you can send it to yourself or send it to anyone else you want. We're giving it free until we put the book on Audible sometime later this year. We have two fantastic un unimaginable retreats coming up. They are generally 20-ish, 25 people. Those people will seem like your best friends that you've known forever. It's amazing how this works. We got a great house in Orlando in March 14th through the 19th. And then we'll have the normal spring retreat here, the spring fling at the Joshua House, May 2nd to 6th. In these retreats, we do white light sessions, Joshua Live sessions, energy healing, and, and in-person activations, group activations, which is really incredible. Uh, we do heart opening ceremonies, and we do third eye opening ceremony. So there's a lot going on. It's really fun. We cook together. We all eat together. In Orlando, there'll be a great pool. We'll hang out there. Just so much fun. So think about coming. If you want a flyer, uh, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com or just check out the website. I think everything's there. Also in September, we're going to have a retreat in France. So think about that as well. We've got this incredible chateau there. All right. If you would like to subscribe to this episode or this podcast or like this episode, that would be awesome. Share it with your friends. Do all that wonderful stuff you do and enjoy this episode. We are thrilled to be here. It's interesting to think that your life revolves around your perception of yourself within your reality and that the perception that you think you know that you believe about yourself that guides you in most instances has to do with how you're feeling. Are you feeling good? Are you feeling bad? Are you thinking things are wrong and should be different than they are? Are you wishing, hoping, and dreaming for something else to happen in your life? Are you feeling insecure? 
Are you thinking you can improve in some way? Are you hoping for some improvement? Are you longing for certain things you're lacking in your life? Well, that's the perception of reality that's based in an inaccuracy, a fundamental flaw in how you are perceiving your reality. You're perceiving yourself as a victim in this reality, meaning that outside conditions can make you feel something. You say, that person said that thing and that made me feel bad. You believe that they were the cause of that feeling or the conditions or the lack or whatever it is. And you perceive that you'd feel better had they not said what they said or that you didn't lack what you lacked. But that's just a flaw in your premise. In fact, what's really happening is you are the creator of this reality. You created this life prior to your birth. You set very strong intentions. You came in with high emotional sensitivity. You chose to have certain experiences in this life. You knew that they would guide you, set up a trajectory, lead you to where you are now, to a possible new way of understanding this reality, a radically different approach to this life. And so you entertain the idea that you could be the creator of your reality, that things could be working out for you, that things are happening for you, not to you. And so you shift your perception of yourself in your reality over time from the victim to the creator. What really happens when you do this? Well, in fact, actually, you move up into higher densities. Densities where new ideas, new thoughts, new actions can come to you. New awareness. And it is an exponential growth. You drop limiting beliefs. You drop your doubts and fears. You drop anything that is not helping you move higher and higher and higher. You look at your past differently. You think about your future differently. And you reflect on the present moment in a new way. You look at reality more accurately and you start to feel better. As you start to feel better, you become even more emotionally sensitive. You begin to understand that your emotions are simply indications of how you're perceiving your reality. In the past, your emotions were often telling you that your perception of yourself and your reality was inaccurate. And therefore, due to that perception, you were feeling negative emotion or being triggered most of the time. It didn't feel good. Yet your emotional sensitivity compared to where it is now was at a different state. It was not as intense as it is becoming now. You might have believed that emotions were weakness, when in fact they're your superpower. And so as you move along this path, altering your perception of yourself in your reality, you will start to see what's actually happening. You'll start to redefine yourself and everything around you, and you'll shift from things happening to you to things happening for you, and you'll become more aligned with your inner self. This idea of alignment is seeing your life from the perspective of your inner self, not seeing your life from the perspective of the human who perceives that things are happening to them, that they're living in a malevolent universe. When you understand that everything is working out for you, everything is here to support your growth, your growth and expansion of perspective. As that perspective increases, as it gets higher and higher and higher, you will have more awareness of who you truly are. And you'll have to understand that the life that you chose for yourself was the perfect life for you, not for anyone else, but for you. And that all those in your life were playing their role so that you could have this massive shift of perspective in one lifetime. To come from a perspective of yourself as the victim, perceiving that outside conditions and people can make yourself feel something, to a perspective where you understand that you choose those feelings based in your perception of your reality, then you become more aware, more confident, more connected to your inner self, and your empathic abilities start to come online. You start to know things, feel things, understand things, connect deeper and deeper and deeper to everyone and everything in your reality. If you have someone in your life who you perceived was honorary, was not treating you properly, was the cause of the life that you're living now, 
And then you see them from a new angle, from a new perspective, as fully supporting this journey that you chose. You go from animosity to appreciation. It shifts radically. And your relationship with them changes. Does it mean they'll be in your life forever? Does it mean that they will continue to do what they've been doing? But you let them off the hook because now you see them from another perspective. When you see others from another perspective, you have to see yourself from a higher perspective as well. It's not possible to see others from a high perspective when you don't see yourself from a high perspective. You will have to appreciate them because you've come to appreciate the life that you've chosen for yourself. You let yourself off the hook. You start to love and appreciate yourself. And from there, you can love and appreciate everyone else. It really starts with the understanding that you didn't get cast into this life haphazardly just to learn a bunch of lessons and go through a bunch of experiences. There was a method to your own madness. You chose this perfectly, the time and date of your birth, where you were born, who you were born into, the family, the friends, the society, the culture, all of this was chosen by you. You have certain awareness of yourself coming in because you're operating at a very high level, whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, you have to become aware of yourself, aware of the fact that this wasn't random. There's no coincidences. There's no luck, no accidents. It's all perfectly planned. And you've had the experiences you've needed to have to come here. And you'll have more experiences, the experiences that you need to have to elevate to higher perspectives. Your goal in this life is not to have an easy life, not to have it simple. It's to make an impact, to share with others what you've learned, to teach, to lead, to become that example, to understand perspective of yourself and everyone else, to understand that you're rising through the densities and that everything you're inspired to do is to lead you into experiences that will help you elevate your perspective if you are aware. The end game of all of this is to come from a perspective where you perceive yourself to be separate from others to one where you perceive yourself to be connected, to come from individuality to collective understanding of the nature of this physical reality. This is where you want it to be. You very, very, very much wanted to be here at this time of awakening. You wanted to awaken to who you truly are and to how you're connected to everything and everyone else in your life. That connection is where you're going. That's the truth of this reality. That's the perspective that you're moving towards. And you're moving away from the perspective of victim, of separation, of individuality. You're not here to do anything as the human version of you with the human identity. You're here to release all that and to simply flow who you truly are and infinite intelligence into your own reality to connect all the dots, to become one, to move from separation, which is the illusion, to oneness, which is the truth. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I'd like to go. Absolutely. Christina. So I want to kind of dive deeper in the discussion that um, we had last week around, uh, you mentioned the um, limitation I have around freedom and abundance and how my need for it is actually creating my biggest limitation. And so, and I see that. I had an experience this past weekend that I would like to share and have you hopefully help me to shift my perspective around this. So this weekend I was caretaking to two dogs and they're young and they like to play a lot and they like a lot of attention. Owners, they're my friends, but they asked me to, they like to, what I would perceive is like to enforce a lot of control, discipline, and obedience on these dogs. They asked me to, you know, 
implement these forms of discipline uh, on these dogs this weekend. And I was having uh, a lot of resistance to this. Normally I would perceive that my, you know, with this resistance, I would, I'm noticing that I'm perceiving that this is wrong or bad and that I'm imposing my own limitations into the situation. And so what I'm perceiving is that by doing, creating this discipline, it's like stunting the expression and the freedom of these dogs. And I realize that this is my own self-imposed belief that I'm imposing on the situation and these dogs. So can you help me to shift my perspective around this situation? To come into an awareness where you understand fundamentally how awake you are, how you are starting to realize what's really happening in this life that you're living, in physical reality, in this earth environment, where you feel separate, where you perceive a lack of freedom, a lack of abundance, a lack of things that you think you want, a lack of experiences, common misperceptions of reality based in the illusion of separation. In reality, everything you're in your life is one. You're one with your friends, you're one with their dogs, you're one with the nature, the house, the car, everything. You're one with it all, the weather, whatever's happening. All of this, all of what you perceive to be outside of you is you, reflecting back to you how you perceive yourself. If you perceive yourself in a lack of freedom, that's reflected back to you by the conditions that you perceive. Now, they're not the real thing that's going on here. They're not accurate whatsoever. It's just your perception of them. If you saw yourself from a higher perspective, you could not perceive any flaws, any inadequacy, any lack, any limitation. So you're playing a game with yourself. You are a massively powerful, limitless being who's playing the game of limitation. This is, for you, a specific experience. How could you understand your limitless nature unless you impose some arbitrary, illusory limitations upon yourself? And then to rise above that through a shifting of perspective, not a changing of conditions. Of course, if you could snap your fingers, you would change the conditions. Of course, if you could snap your fingers, you would have your friends see things your way. But they can't do that because they're simply a reflection of how you perceive yourself. If you perceived yourself, if you had a higher perspective of yourself, they could not exist in your life in their current form. They wouldn't think of you to watch their dogs. They wouldn't mention how they control the dogs or their ideas about this. It wouldn't be a match. But because you're in their life where you are now, they're serving you through this experience. Same with the dogs. Now, you don't change the conditions by changing their minds or acting differently to the dogs. You change your perspective. Your perspective from this is wrong. This shouldn't be the way it is. There should be a different way. There is a different way. There's a better way. I should change it. You don't change the conditions through the physical manipulation of material things. Rebellion doesn't really work. You've had experience with that. Playing by other rules just to change up the game doesn't really work. Remember, it's not outside of you. It's inside of you. If you are in any form of control, if you are feeling negative emotion about anything that's going on, you are responding to your outside conditions within the perception of the illusion, the illusion of separation. This is all based in fear, based in the fear that you're not going to get what you want, the fear that the dogs aren't going to get what they want, the fear that your friends aren't going to approve of the way that you're handling things. You care about this external feedback. Great. That's fine. It gives you context. Go ahead. It doesn't matter. It gives you an awareness of maybe I could do things differently. Maybe there's a different way to do things. Maybe someone else would do things differently. If you truly knew that everything was perfect, you would know that their ideas about control and the way a dog 
should be raised, it's perfect. It couldn't be different. If you are in angst about it or have any negative emotion about it or think it's wrong or bad, you have a belief system that you're abiding by that is not true. That's all it is. So what could you possibly do? Would it be more effective to sit down your friends and explain to them the laws of the universe and how their way of controlling things is probably not the best way to do it? Well, that's what a lot of humans do. They become experts. They give their opinion. And they cause conflict and separation. What you all want to do, whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, is thinking about the connection. If you're all one, if you're part of this big, happy family that cannot see each other for who they are due to the illusion of separation, you endeavor to connect. Now, they have their mindset, their perspective. They believe they're right. They perceive ownership or control over these animals. But it's no coincidence that these animals belong to them. And it's no coincidence that they're your friends. So all of them, all of you in this little circle, are working together just to show each other some tiny little limiting belief. Now, if those friends never feel negative emotion, then no limiting belief need be attended to. But if you feel negative emotion, then you can say, what's the belief that is causing this limitation? or this perception of limitation. And then you do the work to process that limiting belief by proving to yourself that it is not true. That's all you have to do. And let it go. If you've done the work, you'll receive inspiration, the fear will not be too much, and you'll push past the fear to say or do something that will cause greater connection between you, your friends, and the docs. If you see something as wrong in this circle of friends, you will receive an urge to say something that will cause disconnection between you, your friends, and the dogs. What do you want to do? Well, within the illusion of separation, it would seem that changing the conditions would make sense because then you could feel better. Within that illusion, that makes sense. But knowing it's an illusion and knowing the truth is oneness, you must endeavor to get into alignment with who you truly are, your inner self, and receive inspiration. You can only do that by understanding there's nothing wrong with this situation. Now, if you had a very high perspective of yourself, if you really understood how this worked, if you knew the connection, you as Christina would not need to do anything. However, you would receive inspiration. You would feel a bit of fear from saying or doing whatever you're inspired to do, but you would be able to push past the fear because your limiting beliefs would not be strong enough to cause you not to act. They wouldn't block the action. And so whatever came out of your mouth it could cause upset with your friends, but you would understand it came from inspiration. So whatever came out of your mouth had to be said. And if that caused them a manifestation event, then good. It would point out their limiting beliefs. Are they ready to work on it? Maybe not. Doesn't matter. You do not hold yourself responsible for how they feel. You could be the person that goes around and all you do is act on inspiration and cause manifestation events for everyone in your life. But from the highest perspective, you understand that those manifestation events will alert them to limiting beliefs if they choose to see them. And if they don't choose to see them, that's not your issue. You don't have to worry about that. So can you, Christina, imagine going around, acting on pure inspiration, saying and doing what you are inspired to do, and allowing the impact of that to bounce off whoever it is. You're not always going to say the most inspired things, but you will say everything that needs to be said to help everyone else come from an inaccurate perception of reality to a more accurate perception of reality. The entire mass of humanity 
the preponderance of humanity's perception of reality is inaccurate. This is why everyone is feeling negative emotion all the time, being triggered all the time. Those who are coming in the newer generations are coming with higher emotional sensitivity within an illusion of separation, causing great emotional discomfort every time a limiting belief is triggered. Since they believe their limiting beliefs are true based on their perception of reality, they perceive that outside people and conditions are making them feel bad. And the obvious thing from their perspective is to try and gain together to change whatever the conditions are or whatever people are saying. This idea of you cannot say that to certain people because that will offend them and they will feel bad. Therefore, other people are responsible for how they feel. Now, from the perspective, from the illusion, from the idea that things make you feel something, outside conditions, people make you feel something, it makes sense. But it's all based in control and can never work. Once you have enough experience trying to control conditions and then realizing that it never works, then you can shift your mindset. You can look for something else. And this is going to be a mass awakening of those who are highly emotionally sensitive. They are going to suddenly realize that their emotions are not dictated by outside conditions, but by their perception of themselves in their reality or their overall perception of reality in general. But to come from victimhood to understand that you're the creator of your reality is to let go of all the strings that are attached to that reality, to let go of all control. Now, imagine you've been your whole life trying to control how you feel by manipulating conditions and people outside of you. You realize it doesn't work, but the only answer is to let go of that control to not want people to be different than they are, to allow them to say and do what they do, even if it causes you negative emotion. And then to realize that they're simply doing and saying what they need to do to show you your own limiting belief. And therefore you work on the limiting belief. So if you could look at that situation with your friends and their dogs and the way they control the dogs and and punish them and praise them and raise them in general, what would your limiting belief be knowing that you see that as wrong? That imposing control limits their freedom or their self-expression. Exactly. Now, what if they're not here to experience freedom, to experience self-expression? What if they're here to experience limitation, in whatever form? What if that is part of their ascension? If that was true, then their owners would be simply abiding by a certain agreement. And they would be connecting to each other through the law of attraction. These are the perfect dogs for these owners. These are the perfect owners for these dogs. The dogs are not here to express freedom and expression the way you are. The reason they show up in your life is because this is fundamentally your experience. How do you feel more free? Now, by changing their owners, if you were those dogs, would you feel more free by biting your owners, by running away? Of course not. This is not how freedom and abundance is discovered. It's by changing your perspective and seeing what you once thought is wrong or bad as good, as right, as working out, as perfect. It's all about perspective. From the limited perspective, you can't see the truth. It's difficult. But as you endeavor to see how something could be right, could be working out, could be happening for everyone. You arise in densities and new thoughts and ideas will come to you. 
when you endeavor to do this work, to see the perfection more and more and more, you will shift your perspective of yourself and you will have access to the truth, to clarity, to how it's working out. Until then, you have to have a bit of faith and play the game, even if you don't want to, because you say, if I see it as good, there's no way I can change it. Well, there's no way you can change it anyway, because all they're doing is showing you how you perceive yourself, showing you your limiting beliefs. They're showing you what you need to be shown because they are you. They could not exist in your reality to show you these things if you didn't need to be shown them, if you didn't ask for it, if it wasn't for your highest good and benefit. And so anytime anything happens where you think something's wrong or bad, you simply look at it and go, okay, why am I being triggered? Why do I think it's wrong or bad? Why is it feeling bad to me? Why I'm experiencing negative emotion? It can only be one thing. I'm looking at it from a perspective that is not true. It's just limited. Yeah. And I sensed that in the, in the situation, I realized that I was highly triggered. And so that was showing me something about myself, a self-imposed limitation that I realize I'm projecting onto the situation. And, but it was hard for me to see it differently. And I see the perfection in how the situation helped me to see this for myself, but it was hard for me to see it differently. You're putting yourself in the position of those two dogs. Mm-hmm and saying, I would not want that. That should not be experienced by anyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone should experience freedom and abundance. I want nothing more than to experience freedom and abundance, not just for me, but for everyone, even if it's not suitable, beneficial, or planned by those people or those animals. Excellent. Michael. So I have a question with regard to trying to control a situation. So uh, recently I've, I run an online business and um, several hundred websites became disabled. I don't know if I can get them back. Uh, a year ago before this work, I would be panicking and, and stressed out. So my dominant intention is that this is, you know, that things will work out and there's a purpose for this. And so I, I definitely in terms of the stress and panic, it's it's not necessarily there. I'm trying to navigate between, obviously we don't wanna freak out and try to control everything and just, you, you know, so you have that side of the spectrum and the other side is putting my head in the sand and, so, and just running away from the problem. Let's start by defining problems. You might perceive from your perspective that if everything was working smoothly, you'd feel good, positive emotion. When things aren't working out, when there is an issue, when it's not operating the way you think it should operate, you're using that as an excuse to feel victimized, victimhood. You don't have the control you'd like to have. If you have the control, you snap your fingers, the problem would be resolved and you'd feel good but you wouldn't expand. You wouldn't shift your perspective. You wouldn't see the reality that's right in front of you that you can't see now from the limited perspective. You wouldn't shift that perspective higher and higher and higher. And therefore, there is no value in having everything work out perfectly all the time. When things go awry, you'll have to think, is this a problem? Is it my problem? Does it affect my identity? Am I going to get blamed for it or rejection or criticized for something? Or am I going to practice what I'm learning now? That if there is a problem, it can't be a problem. It's not actually a problem. It's something that's happening in my reality to serve my growth and expansion. I can do two things. If I see it as a problem, I'll receive urges to change the conditions. If I take action on those urges, I will separate myself from what I truly want more and more. I'll separate myself from other people. I'll separate myself from what I think I want, what I truly want, where I'm going, my ascension. 
So there's only one other possible way to do it. See it as perfect. See it as working out for you and everyone else involved. See it specifically from your perspective of growth and expansion. Seeing how this system of reality works. Now, that's called alignment. You are aligning yourself with the perspective of your inner self. Your inner self sees only perfection and understands perfectly well why everything is happening and the way to get to the resolution fastest. To resolve this issue, you must have a little growth spurt, a little growth of perspective. You will move out of the perception of victimhood where you have no access to the solution, only to the problem. For instance, this thing happens, all the websites go offline, people start to complain, you lose sales, money's not coming in, you have work to do that you don't want to do, and you think it's wrong or bad, wishing and hoping it never happened in the first place. That is the description exactly of one who perceives themselves as a victim, meaning how they feel is affected by this outage. To be there, you have no way to find the solution because you exist in a completely different vibration. How about this? Where is that solution? That solution exists, but is only available to the person that's able to rise vibrationally to where that solution exists. Many times there will be a problem. And the solution comes to that person who was never affected by the problem. This great idea comes to them because they were a vibrational match to the solution, not seeing it as a problem, seeing it as an opportunity. And voila, they have a solution. Invent a product build a company, what have you. If you lost your keys, your keys will not exist in your reality when you're frantic about finding your keys. As soon as you calm down and relax, you look over there and there's your keys exactly where you remember leaving them. But you couldn't access that memory or the location of those keys or those keys could not even exist in your physical reality when you're frantically in a rush trying to find those keys, thinking you're wrong or bad, and that there's going to be consequences for not finding those keys. But you're going to find the keys, maybe sometime today, maybe tomorrow. Soon enough, those keys will be found. You got home, the car's there, they got to be somewhere. The same in this situation. Great, you go into saying, this situation will be resolved one way or another. Could be today, could be tomorrow, could be next week, and then we'll deal with it after that. Am I any good to anyone being in the problem? What's the real problem? Is it how you're perceived, your identity? Is that getting dinged? Are you worried that you're going to lose customers or sales or whatever it is? Do you think that that Abundance is coming to you only because of these websites. These websites are simply a reflection of your growth spurt, of your growth in perspective. And they will evolve and change to serve you as you move along. And so what's a great way to serve Michael as he shifts his perspective higher and higher and higher? They show him something that from his perspective is wrong he dips into a perspective. He thinks about his, what he's learned so far. He understands vibration. And he says, I'm the creator of my reality. This is happening for me. This will be resolved. How can I get into the vibration of the solution? And then you maintain alignment. In that alignment, you have access to infinite intelligence. Great. Maybe you get the solution. Maybe the idea comes to you. But some idea will come to you. Some inspiration will flow. You try this, you try that, you try this, you find you're still in a bit of resistance. 
You soothe that, you ease it, you get back into alignment, you get a new idea and a new idea, you take action, and you do what you're inspired to do without attachment to the outcome. What's the attachment to the outcome? The websites get resolved. You don't care about that. The only thing you care about is if you can lift your own perspective in the situation because that's the only reason it's happening. It's happening for you to see if you can lift your perspective. If you can lift your perspective, the situation will resolve itself. You may get an idea. Someone else may get an idea. It may just turn back on. The faster you lift your perspective, the faster this will resolve. And then another week goes by, another month goes by, something else happens. And you do the same thing. See the perfection. See that it's for you. Lift your perspective. Do not attach yourself to any outcome. Drop your ideals and let your life flow and practice this, rising in perspective. That's all you'll ever have to do, any of you. You see something is wrong or bad. You look at it again. You try to see how it could be for you. You imagine how it could be for you. You receive urges because you're not feeling good. You wish things were different, but you do not act on those urges because the urges cause separation and more chaos within the situation. You maintain your alignment. You trust that you'll get the idea. The idea will always come with a bit of fear, but you act anyway. You push past the fear. You identify a limiting belief. You prove to yourself the limiting belief is not true. And you do not care if this is resolved today, tomorrow, because you know one thing and one thing for sure. It will work out perfectly. You find yourself now at a higher perspective in this experience. And you look around at everyone else and how they're freaking out and how they're complaining and how they're wishing things were different and how they're acting like victims when you are seeing it from a higher perspective and understanding that as the creative reality, this is happening for everyone. They can't see it, but you can glimpse it. And when you glimpse it, you will feel the power. The power is not in the ability to change conditions or fix problems. The power is in the ability to see perfection and maintain alignment. That's the only power you ever have. And it has nothing to do with your education, your experience, how much you're paid to do your job. It has to do with this life experience that you chose to jump into where you chose to become emotionally sensitive, set up an interesting trajectory, find this information, and now see these manifestation events from a perspective that no one else sees them from. Then you act. Others see your example. One who is calm, cool, and collected and receiving ideas that no one else is receiving. Being calm in the storm of other people's reactions, but not reacting yourself. And having faith, the entire thing was orchestrated for you to learn one thing, that you can rise above the problem and get into the vibration of the solution and allow the solution to come to you and act from that position. You created this situation for you and every other situation. Does that make sense? Yes, thank you. Excellent. Vic. Hi. What would you say to someone who lives with this nagging fear that they might have been thrust in this physical reality against their wishes and have no say in how reality unfolds for them? I understand how this belief can arise in an individual and after going through your book and the Q&As on the website, I now understand where this limiting belief is coming from. For me, it comes from being raised in an environment that has led me to believe that I should be very careful in who or what I should place my trust in. So it's mostly like, you know, trust no one sort of an environment. So with that, now, while this enlightenment is happening while I'm going through this process, I'm also struggling with those trust issues and being able to trust this message as well can be a little challenging. So. The illusion of this reality is based in separation. You cannot understand or perceive how you're all connected. This is the cause of all fear. It creates 
all context. You live life based in your perspective. To elevate that perspective, you will always, always, always have to push past fear. If there are areas in your life that are working spectacularly, it's because in those areas you see yourself from such a high perspective that the fear is nothing. If there's areas in your life where you perceive that things aren't working out, that you're a victim, that you lack, or you're limited in some way, the fear is great because in those areas you perceive yourself to be more separate or inadequate or unworthy. Now imagine this whole setup that you created for yourself. You threw yourself yourself into a situation where you would be bombarded by beliefs that kept you limited, that caused so much fear in certain areas. And to rise above those, you'll have to face and push past the fear. Every single thing that you and everyone on this call and everyone listening at a later date and every human on earth, every single thing that you truly want is on the other side of your fears. Your fears are simply limitation. Fear at this level does not exist in other realities. It's unique to this reality. So consider that you brought yourself to this reality where there is this intense context created by fear, and you knew that you would rise above the fear, that the fear was always an illusion. As the creator of your reality, you have no need to protect yourself. The fear creates that illusion. Once you start pushing past the fear, you'll get all the inspiration you need forever. You'll get all the ideas you need to move you higher and higher and higher. But the primary limiting belief in all humans is that they are not the creator of the reality. This is derived from that illusion of separation. From a perspective that's limited, you can't possibly see that you're the creator. Because you would say to yourself, why would I create such a situation? I would create wealth, freedom, and love from others. I would create conditions that make me feel good. And so people try and do things, effort and struggle, to create conditions that make them feel good. But since their perception is off, and the only reason they're here is to move from a limited perspective to a higher perspective, that manipulation of conditions and people can never work because it's based in the illusion. It's based in fear. So if you live your life abiding by fear to keep safe, you're operating from the illusion, and it will never feel safe to you. If you understand that you have a belief about this, that that belief is inherently inaccurate, and you process the belief, analyze the belief, take some action, you'll gain confidence. Now, what's happening is, as you push past fear, you rise in densities. Because the fear cannot exist in the higher densities. The fear exists at the lower densities. But to get to the higher densities where you can see this, you'll have to take action, have experiences, and shift your perspective. As soon as you shift your perspective, you float to higher densities. Then the fear, you look back and you go, what was I afraid of? That was ridiculous. You'll laugh at it. But until you take the action, until you prove that you are stronger than the fear, that you will not be limited by the fear, that the repercussions are meaningless, and that existing in an environment of fear is not satisfying, satisfactory, or pleasant in any way, and you will not stand for it, you'll start acting more, acting more, acting more. But the interesting thing in this game that you've created for yourself specifically 
is you wanted to be loaded up with limitations caused by beliefs that were not true. You had experiences that made these beliefs really intense. And for you to rise above those beliefs takes tremendous power. So does that give you a little insight to who you truly are? You would not have created that if you were not this massively powerful being. Thank you. Dave. Hi, Joshua. My question tees off of uh, your opening remarks. And it if we already know who we are when we're not here, or put another way, if that part of us that isn't here, our, our inner self knows who we are and is constantly communicating with us to, to let us know when we're wrong about our perception and this reality of who we are, what's the point of coming to know ourselves while we're here? You are not coming to know Dave. Dave is simply a vehicle, an avatar through which your inner self is having experiences and expanding in perspective. Your inner self lived, let's say, a thousand lives. Then says, let's live another physical life. So it gathers up a bit of consciousness from source. And this becomes Dave, the fully most evolved version of your inner self. Dave has the power, the expansion, the magnificence, of the previous expansion caused by those thousand lives. You have an understanding of how physical reality works. And the non-physical Dave sets out this whole plan to have more experiences, maybe some that you haven't had before, maybe nuanced ones to get a better idea. But through these experiences, you will expand the inner self of Dave, all the physical lives that Dave lived, and this version of Dave. But you come in forgetting all of that. Can't remember who you are. There's a power, magnificence within you that is inadvertently perceiving itself in exact opposite of who you truly are. Limited, lacking, wishing he was something else. And so... Dave goes around trying to improve somehow, some way that need to improve or make things better in life or feel better in general is part of this whole process. It's the trajectory. All the experiences of your youth, your family, your time to place your birth, all of that led to a roadmap that led you here. You could not have done one thing differently, made one choice differently. Everything happened perfectly to get you here. Now that you're here, you're thinking in a new way, radically new way, completely different than 99.999% of the population. Think of that. Why are you here and aren't another 100 million people on this call? Because you intended to be here. You were going to be here. Your intentions were very strong. You're very powerful. All of you are. You're entertaining the possibility that there could be more going on here and that you are perceiving reality based on an illusion. You can't feel it. You can't know it. You'll never know it. But as you shift your perspective, you see things differently. And you wanted to shift your perspective, not just for you, not just for your inner self and all those thousand other lives, not just for your family and friends, not just for humanity, but for the entire universe and all existence. But to do that requires that you think differently than other people. And that could lead you to doubt yourself or be rejected by others or not get what you think you want because you're not controlling and manipulating conditions like you're used to, like everyone else does, like you're taught to. And you'll have to adjust beliefs, beliefs you believe are true, that are not true. They're just limiting. How far can you go? And what happens when you go far? Will you lose everything that you have? Will you lose touch with reality? 
Well, the fact is you never had touch with reality. If you want to look at the way people are perceiving their right lives based on this illusion and these limiting beliefs, not one of them has touch with reality. They are making their way as best as they can. And most of them are here simply for the experience of feeling because this is a feeling reality unlike other realities. This is all about how you feel. And how you feel creates your reality. And so you want to feel better. And you want to be clearer. And you want to perceive more accurately. And you want to let go of what you think Dave is and see what you could become by bringing in the wisdom of the non-physical Dave, because the wisdom of the non-physical Dave is massive. It is not easy to get into this reality in this time of awakening in the last 50 years. There was a line around the block to get in, and only a few made the cut because they had enough experience to deal with this transitory or transitionary time in human history. You all wanted to come here to be the example of those who are choosing a new perspective and a new approach to life. It's not going to get you what you think you want. It's going to get you magnitudes more than what you could possibly imagine. But you can't see it because no one else has done it before. When you discover that it's not the human Dave that needs to be great or good or admired or loved or respected or any of that, it's how the human Dave can allow in the most of the non-physical Dave. That's who you are. You, as a human Dave, are endeavoring to discover who the non-physical Dave is. And you do that by finding somehow, some way to get into alignment with that perspective. The one who can see why you're here, what you're here to experience, and how to get you where you truly want to go, not where you think you want to go. You are discovering who you are in the non-physical while in this physical body. But to do that, you got to let go of what you think you know about Dave, everyone else, the world itself. You've got to choose a new perception, a perception that you get to live this life. You very much wanted to be here. This is not difficult. You are making it more difficult than it needs to be. You all are, Gary included. You are taking it seriously. This is a game meant to be fun, and you are masters at this game. You are so good at this game, in fact, that it's rather easy as soon as you let go of your own human identity. You realize that is the most limiting aspect of your life is believing that you're good in this area or bad in this area or need to be this in this area or this is how it works because I've had the experience and the education and all that. And then to realize, okay, all I got to do is pay attention. When an event happens and I'm witnessing, experiencing this event, feel negative emotion, I'm not seeing it accurately. Why am I not seeing it accurately? Because... I have beliefs. I don't have truths. I don't have a knowing. I don't know anything. I just have a belief that this is causing me distress, that things should be different than they are, that it's imperfect and needs to be changed. But if I can see the perfection of this event, of this experience, I can rise from the vibration of that problem. I can identify a belief that's being triggered. I can process that belief through the manifestation event form or simply by finding evidence that's not true. And I can feel better. I can feel that emotion. I can let it flow through me, perceiving myself as a victim in this instance and realizing I was never a victim because this entire event was orchestrated for my growth and expansion by others who are serving me. Now, that's a very high perspective. When you start practicing that perspective, don't have to tell anyone else about it. Don't even have to believe it yourself. Just practice. 
okay, this bad thing happened. There's got to be a reason for it. I can't wait to see what that is. And when I'm looking at it from that perspective, I'll know what to do because I'm not in the vibration of the problem. I have access to the most powerful version of this inner self that's now Dave in the non-physical, who's done this a thousand times before, who knows exactly what's happening and where I'm going. All I got to do is connect. Now, I won't like that idea because that idea doesn't seem to lead to the solution that the human Dave thinks is out there. But I trust that's the road forward. So I will push past the fear and take that action. I will take action. I will actually take action. I won't try to manipulate or change things through an urge. I'll wait for the inspiration when I'm connected, when I'm aligned. And I'll push past the fear because the fear is always there. And I'll take this action. You had the inspiration to ask this question. You had thoughts that now's not the time, or maybe this won't come out the right way, or maybe there's other people who want to ask questions. And that's simply the fear that always comes with any inspiration. You say, it's not even a fear. I'm just thinking these things so it makes sense. No, no, no. If that's preventing you from taking action in any way, it's fear. However, in your case here, the limiting belief that caused those fears, not strong enough to stop you from acting. And so you took action and you asked a question that will go on to help millions of people. You did that simply because you have a high enough perspective in this area where you know you can communicate, you feel worthy of asking a question, you feel part of the community, you have enough knowledge already going on here, and you have a valid question. But that just allowed you to push past the fear in this area. Every single other area of your life where you receive inspiration because you're seeing things as perfect or good or right or you're worthy of, you're going to push past the fear. It's where you think that you can't push past the fear because you don't think it's going to lead to where the Dave human would want to go. Now, that takes courage to have faith that you're being led to every single thing you truly want, which is magnitudes more magnificent than the little boxes you think you want. When you take action there, that's going to shift your perspective very quickly because you're going to see the unimaginable things that come from that. And when any of you see the unimaginable, when you recognize the unimaginable coming in your life, you have to know you're the creator of it. Because how the hell did that happen? It's impossible. How the hell? Statistically, how could that have happened at that time? Now, these things have always happened in your lives, but you always wave them away saying, ah, this or that or the other thing. When you start to realize these unimaginable things happening in your life, when you know that you created that, guess what? That's going to massively shift your perspective. It's going to be easier to see yourself as the creator. Most people are not ready for this. Most people want to hold on to that perspective of victimhood because they think they can control the conditions. Their emotional sensitivity is not as developed as yours. It doesn't feel as bad to them. They deal with it. They live with it. But to you, you cannot live with it. You have to find another way. And the only way is by altering your perception of reality, seeing yourself as the creator, and that when you're in alignment, all the ideas, all the knowledge, all the intuition, all the empathic abilities, and all the inspiration comes not from the physical human Dave, but from the greater, wiser, more powerful, non-physical Dave who is built for this. You are all amazing, powerful, creative, manifestors, game players, strategists, living in a reality that cannot be lived in anywhere else at the most magnificent time in history. You are the superstars. And all you're working on is seeing yourself from that perspective. That's the massive shift in perspective that will lift you up and the rest of humanity into an entirely new realm of existence. That's why we're here. That's why everyone's watching. 
That's why this is the most exciting place to be. And without you, this would not be what it is. It's because of you that we're here and that the millions of guides and supporters of all of you are lifting you up, moving you into experiences that will shape your destiny. So have fun. Don't worry about it. It'll all work out. Just think about your perspective. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Thank you. See you soon. Bye. I didn't even realize the 10th anniversary of a perceptual reality was this week. And Joshua, in this episode and the previous one, is just talking all about a perception of reality. You write, read that book now, 10 years later. It's as leading edge now as it was 10 years ago, but now you understand it better. So it is a great book to read or a great book to listen to. Jackie Seiden did a fantastic, incredible job narrating this. It's amazing. She did this entire book, which is about 300 pages, over a couple days, three or four days in the recording studio. Everything, the timing just happened to work out. It's a super busy place. There were celebrities coming in to read their books. And she got this slot. And they had never seen anyone do it so perfectly and quickly as she did. And while she was in that booth the entire time, the light was flickering above her. So that tells you something, right? Anyway, get the book for yourself. It's at theteachingsofjoshua.com. Use the coupon code at checkout, Gary Free. It's 100% free. You download it right away. And you can give that coupon code to anyone you like. And we will keep that open for a while now until we go on Audible. And if you have any questions for me, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Thanks so much for being here. We really appreciate your support. And share this podcast with your friends. Why not push past fear? Um, or even like it. That'd be cool. Or leave a review. No one ever does that. Reviews are awesome. Or subscribe. That's cool. Or anything else you can think of. All right. Till next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.